Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hello, my name is Justin McClure, and I'm here today with... Rochelle Charcot. Oh, it's been a while, but we're going to talk about all the stuff that's coming up at the Royal Cinema in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Just in case, I assume there's like a dozen Royal Cinemas across the world. <laughs> I think so. Do you ever get that, where people are like, are you that Royal oh, Cinema? Oh, yeah, 100%. I get people... Um, mad about like the royal winter garden or whatever what? like like old people calling in to complain about them um <laughs> they just look up the royal and they assume and that. then they stop yeah <laughs> yeah no that happens all the time so while this is around november this is going to be released we're going to be jumping right to december because that's the most exciting time of year it's the holiday season i'm sure that's when you get the most friendly people that come in to want to see movies right absolutely <laughs> so wait when does christmas break start and you get like a lot of families that come in after that around that time or uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I would say that the first two weeks are still mm-hmm. pretty standard as far as like attendance goes. But then you definitely notice that um, people are going home for the holidays. Oh, for really? Sure. Yeah. AKA absolutely. it's a dead zone yeah, after it's, that. It's a tricky time to program. <laughs> so you're like, I would just program whatever, I guess. <laughs> Throw on some home movies <laughs> yeah, or exactly. whatever. What is like, what? I mean, we've talked about like golden gooses that you've always wanted to program. What is the thing that you could like never program in a oh, million years? God. I don't really, like, I feel like I've already done it with that communion screening honestly right. i'm like i the don't fame know communion screening <laughs> that seemed in the moment though when you played communion and fire in the sky because you were like yeah. oh, i'm gonna do this and then you did it yeah but there's no like i guess maybe disney or something like that but you know disney's bad mm-hmm. and we will mm-hmm. keep move on from there <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so on uh December 1st, a Sunday, you have the screening series I Can Do That playing Beethoven, which we haven't talked about because we mm-hmm. haven't done a podcast in like three months. Mm-hmm. So what is the I Can Do That screening? Um, I Can Do That is a new kids series at the Royal. Um, she will pair the film with kind of like extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for example, she did The Karate Kid and she brought in... Um, a karate guy. A karate guy. <laughs> Ooh, what my is brain. The correct uh, terminology. <laughs> my brain is gone. She did. A, I saw there was a fencer because they did Princess yeah. Bride. That's right. Uh, no, um, no, Mask of Zorro. Mask of Zorro. Yes. Ah, my favorite film as a child. <laughs> yes. I'm not even joking. I watched Mask of Zorro endlessly. <laughs> Nobody ever talks about Mark of Zorro. This long gap sequel, though. <laughs> and so I can do that, Beethoven. I guess they're going to bring in dogs. Yes, they are, baby. Only Saint Bernard, though, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can you imagine? Covered in drool. <laughs> Um, yeah, she's paired up with some like rescue organizations, mm-hmm. um, and they're going to be bringing puppies in that um, are puppies. adoptable. Yeah. No, those are the most cute dogs. You got to yeah. get like the old ten-year-old dogs to come in and get them to adopt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Charles Roden will be there as well, looking to be adopted. <laughs> exactly, we'll have the little bandana on. I have not seen. Does he wear a bandana? In... Uh, just dogs do. <laughs> I don't know. Charles Roden, not, <laughs> not a dog. Unless, wait, do the Beethoven films turn into like a Shaggy dog like franchise? Going to get or Animorphs. And I'm going to name it Charles Grodin. <laughs> it's a great idea. He was cursed by a witch. <laughs> exactly. Can you adopt like a royal dog that only lives in the royal and can't uh, leave? <laughs> well, I feel like most of the like the staff have dogs. Yeah. They're, they're around. They're yeah, kind they're of always a royal around. Dog. Yeah. But like a dog that, you know, like a, like a bodega cat, it just yeah. wanders the cinema. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of like a ghost. People aren't sure. <laughs> yeah. Michelle's shaking your head now. Okay. I, I guess maybe that's, that's not a good idea. <laughs> So after uh, Beethoven, again, a movie that I saw as a kid and I have no memory of. It's been a while for me, too. (laughs) Uh, Beethoven, too, though. The greatest of Beethoven. I don't know. There's seven Beethovens, I think. I I do not know. (laughs) 
I assume they're probably making one right now. Uh, you know, if you want to do a double bill on December 1st, you can follow it up with Solaris. Yeah, I really freak your bean. Tarkovsky's. <laughs> um, so you programmed this because you had a free slot, I assume. Uh, I sure did. Um, Solaris is a movie that people love. Solaris is a movie that uh, is, like, impossible to bomb in Toronto, which is, you know, kind of like a nice thing about Toronto and the film community. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... Sometimes with my programming, it is a little bit um, selfish, and I do want to watch Solaris at the Royal, so there you go. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like watching some Tarkovsky, so I will program it. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So after that, on the second, we have a now free flick Mondays. I'm reading it off a calendar here like a robot for some reason. (laughs) Arthur Christmas, a movie I actually really love. I've Uh, actually never seen it. It's super cute, and it's charming, Um, so I would definitely recommend it to people that haven't seen it. It's no Fred Claus mm. when you're thinking of like um, related, uh, you know, uh, relatives of Santa Claus movies. It was a wave for some reason. I mean, Arthur Christmas is an Ardman film, not claymation, but it is still in that style. You know, everybody loved Flushed Away. Remember that one? I do. With the rats? What a terrible title. <laughs> Me saying it out loud. Flushed Away. Yeah. It just sounds like turds. <laughs> But Arthur Christmas, not a turd. Put it on the poster, Justin McClue, Royal Cinema. Not a turd. Yeah, not a turd. Actually, that's one I almost watch like once a year because I meet somebody who hasn't seen it and they want to watch something new Christmassy. So I'm like, oh, you can watch this. I saw it at um, the Carlton, or no, it was at the Rainbow Cinema in Toronto, like in the middle of the day. I'll be like, there'll be nobody. It was packed and they would not stop talking. And I was like, let me enjoy me, a grown man, Arthur Christmas by myself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then on December 3rd, on Tuesday, you have Punch Drunk Love on 35 millimeter. Yeah, baby. Um, Yeah, there is a print. It is in the UK. So please come because shipping is expensive. (laughs) So it's dubbed. They all have British accents. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) You know, if you want to um, kind of give a prologue to the screening of Uncut Gems, I'm sure everybody wants to go see. You can start with serious Adam Sandler (laughs) in Punch Drunk Love. Yeah, there we go. Has it played on 35 millimeter in Toronto recently? Not to my memory. I know that when we did the Paul Thomas Anderson retrospective, uh, the programmer was looking to add it to that. Mm -hmm. But I can't remember why, but for some reason it was not an option. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming because it's coming from the UK, but um, yeah, no, come out, please. <laughs> I like how you're like, I found a print, like you're an archaeologist or something like that. You're like, I found it in the UK. <laughs> exactly. In the jungle. In the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here, punch drunk love? Uh, and then after that, Rumorg Cinema Cobb is doing Audition, the Takashi Miike film. 20th Toronto staple. Yes. <laughs> Do you think people go like, ooh, the 20th anniversary, I gotta see it now. <laughs> Have we? I'm going to keep bringing it up. It's the 23rd anniversary of Beethoven. My thing is that, like... Um, I don't know. I like I like the, like the context. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's like there's like you bring your little party hat. You're <laughs> yeah, ready to go. Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if anyone's like a super jazz at like an anniversary, <laughs> but I think they're fun. Audition is a good one to see in a theater too because like it is slow. So if you're trapped yeah. watching it, you can't be like, Ugh, what's new on? I don't know. What do kids these days go to TMZ? I assume <laughs> is that still a thing? I think so. <laughs> yeah. 
That's weird. Perez Hilton. If he's still drawing like dicks on people's faces and stuff like that, that's what he used to do, right? I think so, yeah. And then on December 6th, we have the Rochelle Standard, White Christmas. You love this movie, right? I do. I watch it every year. Um, It's like, I don't know. I'm not much of a Christmas movie person, but for some reason this one, it's just like it's visually pleasing. Yeah, Rochelle kind of grinchy is the the (laughs) attitude that you usually take, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or Scrooge-like. <laughs> yeah, yes. but White Christmas, Black Christmas. I mean, if you're gonna make a staple, a goofy staple like that is the way yeah. to go. I think. Yeah, I definitely I like my uh, dumb programming ideas. <laughs> so White Christmas, not the one. I always get to confuse this Holiday Inn, and oh, you just remember sure. Holiday Inn is the one where they do a blackface number. Oh my god! <laughs> the Cineplex always plays, and every time I see it, I'm like, Oy. oh! It only has one Christmas segment. White Christmas is all Christmassy. Yeah. And it has Bing Crosby singing songs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, doing dances. And uh, Rosemary Clooney, Vera Lynn, mm-hmm. and uh, Danny Kay. Danny Kay. Yeah. Everybody loves Danny Kay. He's cute. Yeah, he is cute. Rest <laughs> in peace. Yeah. I assume he's dead. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and School Days afterwards. And I love School Days. Mm-hmm, yeah. People forget that this is actually kind of like a... It, uh, I don't want to call it a musical because I think there's only like two or three numbers. But there's a lot of dancing in it. Mm-hmm. And it's like Spike Lee's answer to making a musical. His second film, his sophomore effort, didn't receive as much praise as um, She's Gotta Have It. And it was also for kind of forgotten after Do the Right Thing came out because that mm-hmm. was like the big one so yeah school days great movie come and oh, see yeah. it if you especially if you haven't yeah. and then punch drunk love again yeah because you, you ship in this print you're gonna play it get that money baby <laughs> yeah make it rain <laughs> and then uh on december 10th we have indie 88's band in a movie yes uh, a secret movie, it looks like, and a super secret artist? Uh, there's a super secret artist that I can't announce yet, but it is a big one. Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is Weird Al. Um, if it was Weird Al, I would kill you if you didn't tell me. <laughs> I, I would tell you. Um, and, uh, yeah, once they have that announced and live, then they're going to give me their movie picks. Okay. Um, I'm very curious about what movies this person likes. UHF. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it's UHF with Weird Al. Oh my god, yes! And then after... That seems like something we would do also. If Weird Al would come, yeah. you, I mean, you would have to do like three screenings so yeah. it would be all sold out. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It'd be a whole month. UHF. <laughs> it's like the new Beverly where like Quentin Tarantino plays his films. Yeah. Weird Al's like, listen, if I'm going to do UHF once, it's got to be a month of Al. Just Weird Al content. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes I'll be there, sometimes I won't. It'll be like an artist in residency. Yeah. Like, he'll be on stage doing his Weird Al stuff. It'd be an honor. I had a friend who went, Tom Green used to have an internet show, and this was when I was in college, and my friend went to LA just to meet Tom Green out of the blue mm-hmm. and Weird Al visited Tom Green one of those days and my friend's like not much of a Weird Al fan I'm like you are insane that you is to hang out with Weird Al that is so fucked <laughs> have I told you um, Jack's Brendan Fraser story no okay Jack it's kind of okay similar. you say Jack like people are like yes of course Jack, <laughs> Jack who also works at the Royal Jack is a, a venue manager at the Royal mm-hmm. and um, weeks after this instance uh, he was like oh yeah I forgot to tell you like similar to this like oh I'm not really much of a Weird Al fan where he was at um, a bar downtown and Brendan Fraser was like in the bar like doing cocaine at a table and then he no. heard, and then he heard a fire truck come and because of the alarm he thought it was the police and then he ran off <laughs> And I was like, no, I want Brendan Fraser to be healthy. Don't tell me these cocaine stories. Crazy, crazy. But yeah, Jack told me that like weeks later. He's like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you. And I was like, how do you not lead with that? Like the moment you see it and you text me. Exactly. 
Exactly. I was like, I would have been in an Uber on my way there. What if Brendan Fraser's like, please take take me somewhere? And he just starts doing, he just keeps doing coke. He won't leave. Yeah, Brendan Fraser is in an Indian film that's about to come out. There's a trailer online. He's doing a full on Nicolas Cage performance. Wow. It is insane. It's a theatrical film. It is like, he's doing like a weird accent. And I, uh, one of my friends said exactly what it was. It's like Nicolas Cage in... Uh, it's like, I don't know, Bad Lieutenant 2. It's so weird. He's done no Brendan Fraser-like perform. And that makes me sad, though, because I saw Brendan Fraser was on the up and up after that, like, yeah. New Yorker article that came out that yeah. he's like, I hate myself, oh, but I love cocaine. Brendan. <laughs> Come work at the Royal. Can you yeah. imagine? He starts hanging out at the Royal and he won't leave. <laughs> It's a month of Brendan Fraser. We're gonna play the Mummy, yeah. the Mummy Returns, the Mummy um, Three, Doom Looney of the Dragons back in action. Yes, that's uh, a great movie. Furry Vengeance. <laughs> you know that he had a shirt off in that movie. It is not a good look. Oh no! And the movie ends with like parodies of movie titles, so it's like furry fiction, yeah. and it's like it looks like Pulp Fiction, and it's like, and I was watching it and going, wait, they don't know what furry means, <laughs> the, like the indicative no. of what that means. Oh no! Yeah. That's so brutal. Yeah. Anyway, Brendan Fraser, rest in peace. Remember how a hot he was in, in a. Remember how. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> remember how hot he was in um now and then. Now and then. He plays the like. Um, oh yeah, like the drifter who yeah. murders people. I mean, yeah. that's my fan fiction of the film. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Brendan Fraser is one of those weird actors that just did disappear, and he mm-hmm. said that like. He had, like, problems in Hollywood. He didn't like it that much. And maybe people didn't want to see him anymore. I mean, other than The Mummy, what are the Encino Man? That was, like, in the 90s. Yeah. (laughs) His appearance in Son-in-Law as the Encino Man, very briefly. That's true. That's true. I should show you my signed jury duty before you go. You have a signed jury duty? I sure. I met Polly Shore one time. Oh, God. Was he doing coke in a bar, too? Uh, He was at a bar. (laughs) He put a little heart beside it. I was like, I can't handle that. If you want to see the saddest thing, Search Polly Shore on YouTube. He does his own show in his house, and he's just like recording himself. Uh-huh. And he seems to have like ticks. Like he can't. Like he like says lines from his movies, like yeah. almost like uncontrollably. Like it's. Oh wow. Yeah, it's very sad. Polly. No. Rochelle's offering. Come and stay at the Royal Cinema. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm Polly Shore movie. <laughs> Polly nothing but Polly Shore. <laughs> hey, I did an important Cinema Club podcast on it, and it was rough. I watched a lot of Polly Shore films. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for that good one. Trying to figure out like what made him popular like yeah. what did people react to i don't know you don't know <laughs> I, mean, uh, I mean his his handsome face <laughs> i certainly loved Polly shore when i was like 17 <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, hollywood suite is um doing days of heaven on 35 millimeter mm-hmm. on december wednesday 11th mm-hmm. um no one ever says december wednesday 11th no, but i just did not so. one person. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Uh, hollywood suite which every time i see it i want to say suit because that's how it's spelled <laughs> is actually a tv channel uh mm-hmm. in canada that does a bunch of classic movies they support a lot of the screening series as well mm-hmm. and now they're doing their own stuff yeah yeah uh, they're coming in for this uh like little specialty one-off um the print is probably gonna look gorgeous mm, days, uh, I mean, of heaven. days of heaven that's a that's a movie to watch on print as well. <laughs> yeah, so, it is. yeah and then uh after that we have neon dream cinema club scarface yeah baby yep scarface yeah it's a movie <laughs> sure is <laughs> Um, yeah, the, when he pitched it to me, I was like, oh yeah, like the snow, 
Oh, yeah. I just got it. Yeah, there you go. Wait, is there a poster already? And it's like oh, Tony Montana covered in coming. cocaine. It's yeah, coming, yeah, Mary Snow. I haven't seen Scarface. I think since I was in high school, when you are while, legally yeah. obliged to watch Scarface and have a poster. Yeah. <laughs> well, I never had the poster. No way. I can't take my Boondock Saint poster off the wall. <laughs> I never had a Boondock Saint poster either. Don't worry, kids. Rochelle <laughs> just made a face. <laughs> oh wait, there it is. <laughs> no. No. No, oh, yeah, it's Boondock Saints 2, the superior <laughs> sequel. Yeah. It's like you look at when you lay in bed, it's like Norman Reedus's face before he was cool Hell looking yeah. down on you and kind of the like into alcohol. Yeah. Um, what, what's the other guy's name? Sean uh, uh, Patrick Flannery. Flannery. Yeah. I went to uh, like a fan expo like years ago. And, this <laughs> and there was Sean Patrick Flannery doing cocaine on the table. <laughs> exactly. He ran away. Um, <laughs> it was a fan expo like years ago and this was right when Walking Dead became popular yeah. and they did a Boondock Saints like panel thing. Oh no. Where and, people like Norman. Yeah. yeah. The, like, the lineup to get uh, a Norman Reedus autograph was like enormous because like this is like first or second season like it's very much yeah, like people love him yeah and then like Tom Patrick Flannery had like one person in line <laughs> it was his mom and I was like I love Saw 7 <laughs> <laughs> I love why did I think that was Stephen Dorfman <laughs> I mean that's Sean fair. Patrick Flannery okay so we have to go down the line it goes Jack Nicholson <laughs> Christian Slater Stephen Dorf Sean Patrick Flannery oh that's like the truest thing I've ever heard <laughs> Someone said, oh yeah, Stephen Dorff's doing a Jack Nicholson. I was like, he does? He does! I never even realized that. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then I got all lost. Poor, poor Sean Patrick Yeah, Flannery. where are we? <laughs> I don't know. That's the question Sean Patrick Flannery asks himself every morning when he wakes up. Sean. Where am I? <laughs> This is a very uh, melancholy, just like the holiday yeah. season. Uh, we have on Monday, December 6th. Uh, 16th. Yeah. And we have on Monday, December 16th, Gremlins. Love Gremlins. Woodhouse mm-hmm. Brewing is doing the screening. Mm-hmm. Man, the world's really hitting all those Christmas classics. This mm-hmm. uh, Not <laughs> Die Hard, though, for uh, legal reasons. Yeah. Yeah, Woodhouse actually wanted to do Die Hard. Uh, mm. But then, yeah, the Fox merger kind of put yep. a little pin in that. <laughs> but Gremlins is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh me and my partner Emily showed Gremlins 2 a year ago, I think. Yeah. That movie never plays. People yeah. should do Gremlins, Gremlins 2 double bills. Yeah, Because definitely. both of those movies are great. <laughs> uh, yeah, go see it if you haven't seen Gremlins in a long time. Then No Future is doing Next of Kin. I assume that's the Australian film. Or yes. is it the no. Patrick Swayze no, Western? Okay, so I've never seen Next of Kin. Yeah. And when Angelo gave me uh, like this request, mm-hmm. I was like looking it up and I kept finding the Patrick Swayze movie. I was like, what is this movie? I'm not booking this. <laughs> And then I realized. And if people if people are wondering why I'm reading these titles in like very surprised when I say them, is because I haven't seen December's listing yet because yes. it hasn't been posted until I sat down with yeah. Rochelle. Uh, actually, the next one. No wait, Next of Kin is actually really fun, and it's okay. one that people don't watch that much. It's kind of like The Shining set in Australia. That's fun. Um, it's famous for like it gets talked about a lot in the Not Quite Hollywood documentary, okay. and it just got remastered too. So probably the version that Angela will be showing as part of his new future series yes. will look nice because for yes. a long time it looked like crap yes. and now there's blu-rays out there so it's gonna look real nice yeah, and pretty especially on the new, big screen a new dcp from agfa Ooh, nice mm-hmm. oh america genre film archives yes uh, agfa 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 i always say like afga and AFGA. i'm like that's american film genre archives <laughs> probably because i just hit my head and i can't say things <laughs> just <laughs> just like it's december thursday 17th 
<laughs> or no, sorry, it's December Wednesday, 18th. Uh, Ladies of Burlesque is doing Bell, Book, and Candle. Yes. A movie, actually, this was one of the few movies that was on the website, so I watched it so I could talk about it. And it is one of those like charming, kind of like 50s. Jimmy Stewart is way too old to be yeah. the romantic partner of Kim Novak, Kim Novak yeah. but he is. And the plot is really funny because it takes place kind of after Christmas, so it's very snowy, yeah. and it's about a bunch of witches that like make Jimmy Stewart fall in love with Kim Novak, but then like they feel bad about it, and there's right. like Jack Lemmon is there as a warlock as well, oh, and they're all casting like spells. <laughs> it's just very like light and fluffy, and it's the perfect kind of like Christmas time classic yeah. Hollywood viewing. Even though every time Jimmy Stewart appears on screen, you're like, you are way too old. <laughs> <laughs> the romantic partner yeah. of Kim Novak. It has really beautiful colors too, so I'm curious to see what it would look like up on the big screen. Yes. Yes. And it's uh, the creator of Bewitched actually said that it inspired him to do the Bewitched series as well as I Married a Witch, which is another movie that came out before yeah. Bewitched. Cool. And then on uh, December 19th, a Thursday, Laser Blast Film Society is doing two films, Timescape. Hopefully on 35mm and Perfect Getaway. Now, this is pure Peter Kaplowski indulgence. Now, I love A Perfect Getaway and I like Timescape, but I can understand why Peter loves both of these movies. Aww. They're both directed by David Toey, the guy behind the Masterpieces Chronicles of Riddick, Pitch Black 2, which I love. <laughs> and he also did Pitch Black, of course. He did The Arrival, the Charlie Sheen film. Oh, wow. Well, you didn't know all this stuff. No, I didn't. No, no. He was like I... Vin Diesel's go-to guy. He... From what I can tell by watching a French documentary, Ghost directed Babylon AD, the That's Vin Diesel movie. Hilarious. And yeah, he was like a screenwriter and then he became a director. And his first film, Timescape, is a Jeff Daniels as, I don't remember, because I watched it ages ago. It's actually a TV movie. Mm -hmm. So the fact that like uh, we're hopefully going to be showing a 35mm print is kind of crazy. Yeah. And Peter's been in contact with David Toey, so I'm sure an introduction is on the card okay. and stuff like that. Uh, he also had to tell David Toey that... There is supposedly no print of A Perfect Getaway in existence. Oh my god. Like Universal doesn't have any anymore, which wow. is super scary. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Timescape is about, I don't know if this is a big spoiler, because I think it happens about 30 minutes in, is that they find out that there's a big natural disaster that's going to happen in their hometown. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, time travelers come to be like tourists to see the natural disaster mm -hmm. and that's how they find out that it's happening so then it goes from there so it's like a perfect kind of like high concept sci-fi idea and on 35 man super fun it's a movie that no one's seen because yes. it's a TV movie yeah. and David Toey he's just like the perfect he is like the journeyman kind of like high concept guy like something like Pitch Black or Chronicles of Riddick yeah. like he'll swing for the fences when he has the opportunity and A Perfect Getaway have you seen A Perfect Getaway? No. That was one that for like Cage Cinema and like Pussy Tiff and like all the like vulgar tourism they love this movie and it's actually great like Timothy Oliphant oh. um, Chris Hemsworth before he was Thor wow. as one of the guys Mila Jovovich is in it as well oh. Steve Zahn Zalian which is the like goofy one that was in uh, Saving Silverman? No. Uh, like Reality Bites, too? Like Steve Zahn? Yeah, yeah that's who yeah. I'm thinking of. Steve Zahn, yeah. yeah. He's in it as well. Yeah. It was one that like kind of like slipped under the radar, but it's just great, great. And Cute. Peter's idea for this was that it's two vacation movies during Christmas. Yeah. Uh, Timescape and A Perfect Getaway. So if you want something different during the Christmas season, I would highly recommend coming to see those. Also because I'm a co-programmer and I love David Toey. David yeah. Toey gets no respect. Yeah. Come and give respect to David Toey. Maybe if enough people buy, buy tickets and we could be like oh there's like 500 people they're gonna be at the door yeah. david toey himself will show up because yeah. he hasn't directed anything in i think two seven eight years oh i'll give him a little boost <laughs> yeah <laughs>
<laughs> Especially when he learned that the movie you worked so hard on does not exist on film anymore. Aww. One long, long tear rolls down this our cheek. This is a sad episode. <laughs> and then on December uh, 20th, which is a Friday, Eastern Promises is doing... Eastern Promises. I absolutely adore the programmer Eastern You. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Even though, I mean, technically, I think that movie takes place during Christmas, doesn't it? Does. it? Yes. I was thinking, yeah. Um, yeah, he texted me um, his like choices for the next couple months. He's like, hear me out. <laughs> He's like, Are you going to little... tell him no? Are you going to be like, uh, um, I don't think that's Asian enough Eastern? No. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, like, I don't think I, like, where in my position mm-hmm. where I would like step in is if a series is like really running under and they really need like a, it's a boost like, yeah it's like time to do the big one type of thing audition like, yeah yeah there you go and um yeah eastern promises i was like you know what go for it buddy it's funny <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. also very confusing because i looked at him like i guess he hasn't picked his movie yet because yeah. it's still it's eastern, promises. Eastern, eastern promises eastern promises i hope the poster is just like easter naked fighting in a bathhouse <laughs> oh my god yeah that is a very in joke though <laughs> Yeah, there's like 20 people who will find that hilarious. So, uh, Eastern Promises, people don't know, David Cronenberg film was Viggo Mortensen. For one brief moment, David Cronenberg was like going to do big budget movies after that. He was going to do like a Denzel Washington thriller. Mm -hmm. Then that didn't happen. He did Cosmopolis, I believe, and he did Maps to the Stars. Yeah. And yeah, but Eastern Promises, great movie. Go revisit it. Viggo Mortensen doing a Russian accent, getting in the nude, (laughs) fighting. Hell yeah. See it right in your face. Viggo actually, he edited a movie at the Royal like a couple months ago. Yeah. I can't remember if it was 2019. And was he like, hey, do you ever got a slot for Eastern Promises? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I have this like memory of him walking in and going upstairs, but uh, the other day I realized that I don't know if that was a real memory. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. I don't know. So wait, is that something you dreamed? Do you ever like, you know when someone's like, like like implanting a memory yeah like brendan fraser was at a bar <laughs> yeah. i think i just thought about vigo being at the royal so much that like i don't think it happened i, I have never know. thought of someone implanting a memory which probably goes to show why you're the cosmic brain <laughs> yeah. and i'm just the puppet on this planet we call earth and um, now i will doubt everything like a character in a thomas pynchon novel <laughs> right yeah no exactly this is like paranoid all the time is that yeah. real is it not Did real what vigo? is real <laughs> It's like brain damage with Bill Paxton and Bill Pullman. Did you ever see that movie? No. It's great. Okay. And it's very confusing. Bill Paxton and Bill Pullman, the ones we always confuse together Absol- on the screen together. Like, yeah, no way in hell. And that's a movie where you don't know what's real or not. Oh, God. That's so funny. And then on uh, Saturday, December 21st, we have the greatest double bill of all time. That's not White Christmas, a Black Christmas. Thank you. It is. <laughs> I can see your mouse pursing because you were. It's Jack Frost. The 1998 version, a film that, has anyone ever wanted to go back to see Jack Frost in cinemas? You know, just come for the joke. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and by that, I mean the Michael Keaton film, yes. where Michael Keaton dies and comes back as a snowman. Yeah. Horrifying. Why would you want that? Kids yeah. need to accept death. Does Michael Keaton melt at the end of that movie? Like He's like, I love you, son. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> he's like, kill me. <laughs> yeah, because he's a snowman for so long, he starts to like hunger human flesh. Yeah, exactly. Because that's how Frosty the Snowman ends, where he like melts yeah. at the end because he's in a greenhouse. Yeah. How does, did he save the kids in some way? Or is he like, I've lived too long in this world. I know it's true horrors. I like honestly can't. Oh, does he? I think he gets like s- stuck. stuck? <laughs> yeah, stuck. right? Break the glass. Stop. <laughs> and the kid's like, I just brought you to the life to watch you die. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at me in the eyes. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's a it's one of those like high concept comedies where it's like no one think this one through. <laughs> They're like, listen, we got the technology, yeah, so yeah. we should do it. Yeah. And then uh, a year before that, there was a movie that everybody knows as Jack Frost, and they're playing both on the same double bill. Yeah, baby. It's Jack Frost. I guess just Jack Frost, the killer mutant snowman one. Yes, yes. And it's super fun, very Sam Raimi-ish. It's about a serial killer that gets doused with radioactive waste, becomes an evil mutant snowman, which is a portrayed in the funniest of ways and just starts killing people left and right. <laughs> Highly recommended. Uh, I've never seen it in the theaters. So maybe I'll come to the screening because yeah, it, it is be a fun. super fun one. Yeah, that one's put on by um, Bay Street Video, who... Another, uh, it's a new series. Yeah, they partner with us all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the guys there, he like pitched the idea to me. <laughs> Did very... he do it like very like, hey, Rochelle, yeah. uh, you know, if yeah. you're going to do a series. No, he's very, yeah, it was very sweet. It was like... And you're like, I have enough white guys programming. <laughs> I mean, that is true. (laughs) He's like, I'm approaching you as Bay Street Video, the entity. (laughs) Um, That's a funny double bill, and I'm shocked that nobody pitched it before. Probably because he's like, why would someone want to watch Jack Frost 1998? I'll go watch (laughs) it. I will definitely watch it. I mean, if you're going to go see Jack Frost, Attack of the Killer Mutant Stoneman, you've got to see the other one as well. Yeah, exactly. And then Christmas time. Yeah, so Christmas, we are closed on the 24th, 25th, and 26th. Um, Right now, the 22nd and the 23rd um, are not booked. Uh, They might be, like, filled with rentals. Yeah. Uh, But after Christmas, it is planes, trains, and automobiles on the 27th. (laughs) I made a joke as I was looking at the schedule that this is the time when people bleary-eyed, they don't know what to do between New Year's and Christmas. You know, it is such a weird week, like, in general. (laughs) I remember, like, going back to work. I was working at desk. I'm like, what am I doing here? Why am I back at work? No one's going to call. No one's gonna, right? No one's doing anything. Yeah, it's like this weird kind of like nothing week mm-hmm. uh, until the new year. Um, but yeah, so it is, it honestly is like a very difficult week to program. Um, Jack Frost, Jack Frost, Jack Frost, Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Nothing but Jack Frost. <laughs> um, weird Al week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, like as far as like programming goes, you go with the standards, you mm. go with the, like the family movies and stuff like that that people yeah. always come out to. Planes, trains, and automobiles, amazing, classic, love it. Every time I'm on the highway, I go, you're going the wrong <laughs> yes. way. Yes. What does he know? He's drunk. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> and then on uh, December 28th, you have When Harry Met Sally. Yes. <laughs> I watched that movie recently and I was like, people like Billy Crystal? <laughs> like Meg Ryan is so charming. Right? I think he's charming. <laughs> Billy and... Crystal's such a jerk in that movie. There's like scenes where he just gets to do shtick, yeah. like improv comedy. He's like in like a, a electronic store oh, and he's just yeah. picking somebody like, what do you do with this? What do you... <laughs> so easy to fall in love with. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm a city slickers man myself. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Uh, but when Harry Met Sally, classic romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. And then um, on the 30th, we have the Indian program, which I try always try to say this name. I'm sure you said it uh, tons of time, Rochelle. Uh, Sangam. Sangam. And she has not picked her film yet. So that'll go up soon, right? Yes. Yes. All right. So yeah, check the website or the Facebook group of uh, Royal Cinema. And then you'll know. And I guess that's pretty much it because there's nothing else after that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. All right. Because uh, I thought it was going to be shorter than it actually is because we did actually go a little bit longer. So I asked Rochelle to pick some holiday movies that she liked mm-hmm. that are not playing at the Royal. <laughs> you were like Gremlins. Yes. <laughs> uh, um, Beethoven. Punchstroke Love. <laughs> Love. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I can start first. So mine will be a little bit more, um, not under 
Underground because I'm not like recommending like Nick Zed movies or anything like that. But uh, Prancer is a, a Christmas movie I only discovered a few years ago. It's the saddest family Christmas movie you will ever see. Oh my god! It's directed by the guy who did Let's Scare Jessica to Death. Um, who, wow! The, he was also fired from Jaws two, and it's like a movie about a little girl whose mom recently died, and she's having difficulty getting over it. And her dad is played by Sam Elliott, and Sam Elliott is like gruff, and he's kind of angry. He's a farmer, and his farm is failing. So that together, and he's kind of like always kind of like screaming at her, and mm-hmm. she's screaming at him, and she's always crying. Oh God! And it's like kind of miserable, but like a good miserable in that like it's not punishing, but it's like oh, this is what it would like really be like it's also like a very frozen movie because it takes place yeah let it go all those songs appear no it takes place in a small town and it's about she finds um, a reindeer in the road that's injured and she thinks it's prancer and she thinks that she needs to like um, get him better and then let him go to santa claus Mm -hmm. for some reason uh, her dad sam elliott really wants to kill this reindeer And not in, like, a goofy, like, Elmer Fudd kind of way, but he's like, listen, we can't have this reindeer. So she has to hide it, then the talent. It's great. It may uh, involve the little girl going into a coma near the end of the movie. You have to see the movie. (laughs) But I would recommend it. Did it have a child crying when she left the theater? Yes. But I'm sure it was beautiful tears. Tears of happiness. Because it doesn't... No one dies at the end. It doesn't have a sad ending. It has a happy ending. So I would highly recommend it. And it is one of those movies that everyone is like... Do you cry when you go see movies, Rochelle? Oh, 100%. Do you? Yeah, what is like yeah. a movie that will instantly make you cry? Oh, God. Um, I... Iron Giant. Oh, God. What a... I can't even think of any right I now. I put you on the spot. Um, I don't know. I cry at, like, honestly, everything. Like, if a really? commercial is emotional enough. <laughs> there's, like, a credit card commercial where the guy has good enough credit that he can go visit his dad in Italy. You better believe I cry. Like that scene in Dumb and Dumber where they're watching that credit card commercial. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. That's me. All right, what do you got? Any holiday movies? Um, I'm really not much of a Christmas movie person. No, because you hate holiday cheer. Hate We've holiday already covered cheer. this. Yeah. Um, like, I do watch White Christmas every year. Mm-hmm. Um, what else would I watch? The Santa Claus, the Tim Allen movie? Not since I was, like, five. <laughs> I remember being a kid, and my friend was like, my mom wants to get you a Christmas gift. What should I get you? And I'm like, anything but the Santa Claus. Guess what I got? The Santa Claus. <laughs> and she gave me the biggest, like, grin. I'm like, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. Baby Jeff. And you know what? I watched that movie endlessly because I only have so many VHS tapes. <laughs> Tim Allen uh, recently having snitched out his friends, <laughs> kill Santa and becomes him. Yeah, yeah. That's the plot of the movie. Oh boy. <laughs> I think I, did I recently make a clip where I like added a neck snapping sound when he hits the ground? I think I did like a few years ago and I posted it on Twitter. I should do that again. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I kind of struggle to think. I mean, I love The Apartment. The Apartment's definitely one of my favorite mm-hmm. movies, but I consider that more of a New Year's movie. Yeah. Um, when Harry Met Sally is another one. Uh, I'm a big believer in Christmas movies, like, or holiday movies that take place only over the holidays. Yeah. Sometimes people will be like, oh, there's a Christmas movie. I'm like, there's one Christmas scene. Yeah. Doesn't yeah, count. Exactly. Yeah. No. Uh, I'm a big fan of, like, action movies that take place Christmas in the background. So all the Shane Black movies yeah. or Shane Black ripoffs, like I Come in Peace with Dolph Lundgren, yeah, yeah. where for some reason it's Christmas. Um, Invasion USA, the Chuck Norris film also takes place during Christmas for sure. some reason. <laughs> yeah. Cobra also takes place during Christmas. There you so go. Like, film. I think we played Cobra 
over earlier in the year. Oh, did you? Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Uh, I love Christmas Rush, which is a made-for-TV uh, Dean Cain ripoff of Die Hard. That's excellent. It takes place during Christmas in a mall. <laughs> and I think it must be terrorists. I'm sure they hate Christianity or something like that, considering like it's a Dean Cain yeah. film. What's crazy about it is it has like insane action sequences, like back at a time where they would spend like a lot of money on TV movies, as opposed to all the Hallmark films that come out now, yeah. which it's become a tradition my mom is like, I taped a bunch of Hallmark movies on TV. And like, I don't know, man. Like I watched one with Danny Glover where he like gaslights one of his employees. It's like Christmas train or something like that. And it's revealed at the end that he set everything up for her to fall in love. No, this is bad. Jesus. Do you never watch any uh, Hallmark movies? Uh, I can't say Hallmark for some reason. I have a lot of difficulty. Uh, No, no. I uh, I have. (laughs) Why would you? I have not. Uh, I did work on a Lifetime Christmas movie this summer. That's why you're like, I don't watch Hallmark, but I watch Lifetime movies. Lifetime. Yeah. Yeah, I worked on a Lifetime movie called Grounded for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Is it about somebody who is kept in their house for Christmas? Yes. So it's Uh, a diehard situation. She's a pilot. Uh, oh, whoa, so it's even more literal than yes, that. Yes, and it's uh, snowing too much, uh, and she has to stay uh, with her family during the holidays. Does she find love? Of course she does. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. I know, I mean, spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen it. There are so many Groundhog Day Christmas movies that Lifetime oh, really? and Hallmark made. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh-huh. It'd be nice if one of them was good so I could go and watch it, but, yeah. you know, I'm still holding on for that to happen. <laughs> What's amazing about those Lifetime movies is it's where kind of like B-level directors have gone to you know, live, let's say retirement home where they mm-hmm. get like David Dakota who did all the Tidy Whitey films and he did Puppet Master 3 and a bunch of full moon pictures. <laughs> he does Christmas films for Ellen Ray who did Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers and Evil Tunes. He does Christmas movies oh, now really? for Hallmark as well. Yep. Yeah, but it's like A Christmas Puppy too. Yeah. There's one called David Dakota directed it. It's like Santa's Summer Cabin and it doesn't take place during Christmas and every actor in it is like a C-list action star so it's like Don the Dragon Wilson, Cynthia <laughs> Rothrock, I think Gary Daniels is there as well. That's wild. And they all just go hang out. I'm like, who is this movie for? <laughs> That's so funny. Um, other than that, I would definitely recommend uh, Jack Frost 2 Attack of the Mutant Snowman, <laughs> which is a Christmas movie that takes place in Hawaii. And while I say Hawaii, I mean like a back lot in a garage somewhere. Yes. Yes. It looks way cheaper than Jack Frost uh, number one. But Jack Frost in this one, he can like make critter balls with like his just ripping pieces of his snow off. So it's <laughs> Tons of fun. That's and great. in this one, he can't hurt him. Uh-oh, how will they solve the problem? You'll have to check out the movie to find out. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, uh, Feeders 2, which is an SOV shot on video movie, which is the, uh, don't show it to your family because it is slow, but Uh-oh. it's great. I did it for another podcast. Uh, oh, yeah, it's Feeders 2, Sleigh Bells, S-L-A-Y. I mean, there's Santa's Sleigh, the one that stars... Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm like, is that his name? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, wait. I'm wrong. It's Bill Goldberg who starts as Santa Claus. Oh, my God. You haven't seen that? No. The opening, he kills a Santa Claus, Fran Drescher and James Caan. <laughs> in the, I think Chris Kattan is there as well in sure. the same scene. He just murders them all. He drops down the chimney, like shows up, like throws like turkey at them, <laughs> impaling them. That's great. Coming soon to the Royal Cinema. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You got to give me one more. You got one more Christmas movie? Oh, God. I like, I really don't watch Christmas movies. Muppets Christmas Carol? Um, I, I like the movie uh, The Bishop's Wife. Have you seen that movie with Cary <laughs> no, Grant? It's I this haven't. movie uh, with, um, oh, I'm not going to remember his name. Cary Grant plays a, an, an angel who comes down to earth 
to help this bishop. Yeah. But all he does is um, hit on his wife, Loretta Young, <laughs> and like fall in love with his wife uh, while David Niven, who plays the bishop, is just kind of like viewing it happen. <laughs> so, so wait, does he get backstreet at the end? He just gets like... Uh, it's just a really weird, like one of those like classic kind of like Christian yeah. cr- uh, Christmas movies, but it just has such a strange connotation that like, uh, I guess I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> what a recommendation. Yeah, I really don't. Christmas <laughs> so I, uh, I've never seen the original Christmas in Connecticut, but I know who has and who said it was his favorite movie of all time, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Amazing. Because he, the only feature he ever directed was a TV remake of Christmas in Connecticut that starred Diane Cannon, Chris Christopherson, and Tony Curtis. Oh my God. <laughs> so, you know, if you want to see uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's um, authorial voice, I would check out the TV movie version, Christmas in Connecticut. <laughs> That's amazing. All right. So I hope that um, the person listening to this will see you at the Royal Cinema. If you had to pick one screening, what would be the one that you'd be like, you got to see this? Mm. That's tough because I know that. <laughs> I think the Jack Frost thing is going to be very fun. You know what? I'm going to say that as well. Jack yeah. Frost and Jack Frost. Because I've never heard of that happening. It will yeah. never happen again. Yes, so yes. definitely check out Jack Frost. <laughs> so until next time, I am Does the Glue. I'm Rochelle Charcot. Go to the Royal Cinema! Yay! <laughs> I'm looking for some NTAC. <laughs> and happy holidays, I guess. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a 